your boing boing. Yo, what up, people? It's your boy Sherman Abed back here once again on What's the Word Entertainment. Abed, I think I'm going to just start opening up every show with some random catchphrase or music lyric or something like that from now on. <laughs> I think it's a great move. It's Abed in the house. You better watch, watch, watch your mouth. Ooh, got him on the ones and twos. Guarantee, come against us. Guarantee you lose. Holla. Because <laughs> oh, no. I spit hot fire. You know? <laughs> <laughs> the five greatest rappers. Sherman, Sherman, Sherman. Sherman, Sherman, and Sherman. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Welcome back, folks. We thank you once again for joining us uh, here on another episode. Um, what's going on with you, man? How, how's everything? How's life? How's li- how are you living life in 2021? Living, living life in 2021, trying to trying to watch out. For, I, I still don't know if I'm going to go get the uh, the jab. I don't know if I'm going to go get the COVID mm-hmm. vaccine. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I want to be safe. I want to be healthy. It just it's just so fast for me. But these Bama said that if you don't, if you get COVID, lingering effects could be psychosis and erectile dysfunction. Ooh. I might need to go get my vaccine. But don't you already have that though? Nah, bro. No. I'm not trying to catch that one. That's a charge. I'm not trying to catch. Listen, <laughs> lie detector deferment. That was he was telling the truth. Because oh, <laughs> you know they said it. To, they determined that was a lie more than six times. Oh, <laughs> Shout out to uh, old school uh, Mori Povich there. Oh my goodness, dude. There's always something. Yeah, man, dude. People, are, people are popping off with the vaccine. It might be a good look. So we'll see how that goes. Anyway, folks, where, where's let's the get... first place you're gonna go? Where's the first place you're gonna go when you get vaccinated? Dude, I'm I'm trying to go to the, wherever the wherever the club is open at, man. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> is it day party? Day party? Yeah, let's Dude, go. Let's go. <laughs> yo, who's having a pool party? I will be there Tuesday <laughs> afternoon, two thirty in the afternoon. Dude, I'm there. <laughs> yes. Call them. Call them. I am on the way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna update you. Let me send you my Uber. Let me send you my Uber trip. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah, man. We'll see what, how that goes. But anyway, let's get into it, Obed. Uh, first off, we're going to start quickly just some some NBA uh, talk, just really quick before we get into the NFL. Uh, the Warriors have been struggling. We we know they're banged up. Klay Thompson's obviously out this season. Uh, Draymond's been missing some games. Steph has missed a couple. Right now, those, the Golden State Warriors are three games under 500. And I don't know if you know this, Obed, Steph Curry will be a free agent coming up soon. Don't so say. I'm just thinking out loud here. If Clay, let's say Clay can't come back from these injuries, and the team just begins to slide and slide, you know what I mean? What what do you think of the chances are of Steph Curry leaving in a free agency? And if you do think there is a chance, where could he end up? Do you look at Steph Curry the way you look at uh, Damian Lillard? I think Steph Curry is above Damian Lillard. Okay. Do you look at them as the same way as they feel like that is their team? They are its leader. Okay. Leaving ship might not be something that is on his radar. I'm sure he's waiting. He wants to get his boy clay back, but I, I, I feel what you're saying. However, there's a difference because Steph Curry has three rings. Yeah. Damian Lillard is guys there hasn't even been to the finals. Yeah. And I, and I've said this on the show before, Damian Lillard will be that dude who will be stay loyal to his squad the entire his entire career, and he'll never win a championship. Because yeah. let's face it, Portland's not winning. Portland is not a team where free agents are dying to go there and play play in. Okay, absolutely not. You know what I mean? Lamarcus so, Aldridge went out there, and there was no fanfare. R- exactly. You know what I mean? He was there in the beginning. Then he went he went over to San Antonio because the you know after Tim Duncan left, playing for the great Greg Popovich. Now look where he is out out in BK. You know, but dude, I'm thinking Steph. I don't think it's, I don't, 
I'll say this. I say, think that Steph will stay more than he would actually leave. Yeah. But folks, do not be surprised if he says, yo, I'm out. Because especially if Clay, if Clay cannot fully come back to his normal self and the Splash yeah. Brothers be what they once were, yeah. I think it is a very good possibility. It, it is a slight possibility, excuse me, that Steph Curry can end up leaving in free agency one day. Maybe he goes to that Lakers. Who knows? Him and LeBron, they love playing at the All-Star game together in the first time. It's the first time they were ever teammates. Yeah, would he do that? I mean, that would be a dagger. That would be a California dagger. Cool. Like, imagine Curry, LeBron, AD on that squad. I mean, I know, obviously, that would just be every single year. They're just going to the finals. It's just the Celtics. It's just the Celtics all over again, right? Like, uh, KD is your uh, – damn it, what is his name? Um, from the Minnesota Timberwolves, Kevin Garnett. Kevin Garnett uh, and you. then, you know, your Ray Allen role is played by uh, probably a better three-point shooter than Steph him, Curry. Steph Curry. Mm-hmm. You know, it's 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 uh, it's kind of wild, you know, but Dude, it I... It would just be something to see. I, I don't know. We, we at least agree it's coming down to if Clay is healthy or not. Right, right. I think I think that's the key. And you, you mentioned how, you know, former their former teammate, Kevin Durant, he finally made his returns to Brooklyn Nets either, uh, last night against the uh, New Orleans Pelicans. He was out. He missed the last 23, 23 games, 23 uh, days, excuse me, with a hamstring strain. He shot perfect from the field. He was five for five from the, from the field and, and including uh, perfect from the free throw line. I mean, is it just pretty much a foregone conclusion, Obed, that the Nets are going to take the East? Because just, I mean, the lineup they have is just obviously out of control. With uh, We know Kyrie, KD, James Harden, Blake Griffin, you know, it's just, I don't even think it's fair, right? It's not. And imagine what happens when they start playing guys in their correct positions, right? When you mm-hmm. start playing uh, Kyrie as a point, you know what I mean? Like, Dude, Why is Harden, why are they deferring to Harden sometimes as a point guard? Saving it. I'm going to start saying that they're saving it for the playoffs. You, you force teams to have a bunch of tape on the way you guys want to play with uh, Harden at point. They can just do that in games that don't matter, have that in their back pocket when they want to run that offense. And, you know, in the playoffs, all right, Kyrie, you're, you're running point. Go ahead and just deal. Mm-hmm. You got, you know, two NBA MVPs out there shooting, uh, you know, a, a perennial all-star uh, in, uh, Blake Griffin, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and they got Lamar- Lamarcus, Lamarcus Aldridge. Aldridge as well. You know, it's, it's just it's, hard for me to to believe that. And we ask this question every single week when they add somebody new or they do something else. Like, of course, <laughs> they're going to be the they're going to represent the East. Like, I'm sorry, I'm all for Tyler Hero. You know what I mean? I'd love to see some hero action. I'd love to see that go down. But it ain't. You know, happen. I mean, the Sixers are right behind them, only a half game back with the, with the Bucks, three games back of Brooklyn. I'd love to see that Brooklyn Milwaukee matchup, you know, with with Giannis going against them, but Milwaukee just doesn't have just doesn't have enough pieces. I mean, it's it's just really Giannis and partly Chris Middleton. Giannis don't have enough game for me. I'm sorry, like I, I know that Dude, people you will not love like hating on Giannis, he man. Don't have, he's he's just a he's a big dude. He, I, he does not have enough game because he's so versatile, bro. With his size, if he could just if he could give me some some Patrick Ewing. You know, like put the team on your back, play in the paint. You know what I mean? It, I don't need him 
banging down threes. That's not what's gonna. He he needs. But to that's have the a, game. This day, these days, that's the game. Everyone wants to be. Everyone wants to be Chef Chef Curry with the shot, boy. I know? get that, but it's hard to be Chef Curry with the. You have never. If you've never put that baking soda in there, you don't know what it means to be a rock boy. Now stop it, okay? Relax. Okay? <laughs> uh, you know, <laughs> I think what needs to to not lose sight is that he lacks the uh the paint presence to hit any shot in the perimeter and then to move outside right like i get it like the game is hitting stuff from three but then you go in half and you're down by 30 points because you guys jacked up and missed six eight threes and they came back and got, and got threes on half of their attempts you know what i mean like it mm. just you got to have you got to be able to get there down low get fouled and you have to be putting down and ones all day as Giannis, uh, as Giannis in that, in that frame, in that body, you got to be able to go down to the paint and do some LeBron. Cause in the, if it's in the postseason, I am looking at Giannis to play the hardest on LeBron that he can. And it's very difficult for him to body him because that's, mm-hmm. that's what the game is in the playoffs for LeBron. I will body you. You cannot rhyme a tight end playing basketball. Right. Facts. He is. Yeah. LeBron's so, just a monster. Kevin Durant I mean, would have won a champion. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was gonna say because well, that would in case if that happened, that would be a finals matchup. Milwaukee versus you know the Lakers, that would be a finals matchup. 100%. Just but 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 Milwaukee to even just get past the, the teams, you know what I mean? To You're get not past beating Brooklyn. Durantula. You're not beating the Durantula. <laughs> Stop know, it. You know, and Philadelphia is Embiid and, and and Simmons enough? Not at all. Never. I mean, it hasn't been. It hasn't been. <laughs> right. They let Jimmy Butler go last year, and they thought they would get better somehow. I, I don't get it, you know? <laughs> you know what I mean? Granted, they got a new coach in Doc Rivers this year, you know, Hall of Fame coach in my, in my book, you know what I mean? He's, mm. he's, 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 he's helping them play great basketball, but it's not enough. You can't compete with Brooklyn. You know, they're playing good fundamental ball, but, dude, it's to me, it's, it's Brooklyn all day. Everything, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we'll see how that goes. Let's move along to your NFL, Obed. Um, obviously, the big news was coming out last week was the Jets – Trading quarterback Sam Darnold to the Carolina Panthers. This pretty much seals the deal that the Jets will be taking a quarterback with the second pick in the draft. Now, it was all rumored that it was going to happen anyway, but I think this for sure 100% seals the deal that the Jets will be picking a QB, and more than likely it's going to be the quarterback from BYU, Zach Wilson, coming out at that number two spot. So my first question to you, Abed, is speaking just really of Sam Donald's new team in the Carolina Panthers, who, I mean, who wins that starting job? Because now, remember, they still got Teddy Bridgewater there. So I'm wondering what happens to Bridgewater. Does Sam go in as a starter from day one? Is Bridgewater on the way out? Or are they going to have them compete for the starting job? Oh, Bridgewater's on the way out. The Carolina offered him and the number eight pick in the next, in this year's draft for Sam, uh, for uh, Matt Stafford. Uh, and you know Detroit turned it down and ended up trading with with uh, the line with the uh, the Rams. Rams. Mm-hmm. So I definitely think that the Bridgewater era is over. I mean, you know, obviously we were talking about them taking Sam Wilson, uh, Zach Wilson, uh, because, uh, you know, Darnold still has question marks, you know what I mean? We don't know what he's going to look like. At least he gets, you know, a plethora of good weapons. One, he knows really well. You reunite him with his number one wide receiver, Robbie Anderson. Uh, he gets Ian Thomas, a really great tight end. Uh, you know, you've got McCaffrey, Christian McCaffrey there, running back, and DJ Moore, uh, another wide receiver there, who has wide receiver two, just as a gadget player amazing things that he could do right. uh, they won't miss uh, curtis samuel i don't think who's on his way to washington um but i think he can succeed there it just is a matter of will he they've, they've got a decent uh team around him i just want to see what that offensive line is gonna look like 
Yeah, I think that that's the key there. there. I want to see what that offensive line looks like. Christian McCaffrey, as long as he can stay healthy, Sam Donald will definitely have a field day utilizing him in and out of the backfield for sure. Um, I mean, yeah, it's, it does seem like Teddy Bridgewater is on his way out. Not really sure where he's going to go at this point. Um, I mean, can he can, can he kind of be that you know starting you know valid starting QB that he once was back in Minnesota? You know, before the injuries that were kind of derailed that show. I'm not sure, but just going back to Sam Darnold. You know, I mean, I, I honestly, I've said this off the air to numerous people. I do not blame Sam Darnold for his failures in New York. The organization did a terrible, terrible job of surrounding him with pieces. I mean, his, that line from last year was, it was bad. We can all say that, you know, he only threw for just, just over 2,200 yards. He only threw nine interceptions. I mean, excuse me, nine touchdowns, which is ranked 32nd in the league. There's 32 starting quarterbacks, okay? Let's just say that. But the organization did not, and this is damn Adam Gase. We all know, we know, we picked him apart he's the, too. He's the closer. He's the fixer. You bring him in when you're trying to get draft picks and you're trying to derail the operation. The Dolphins mm-hmm. did it. They're on the rebound. The Jets are doing it. They hope they're going to be on the rebound. Right, right. And so I really do not blame Donald, you know what I mean? Just just for his lack of success. You know, he's a, he's a career 60% completion, you know, completion percentage uh, passer. You know, he's throwing for 8,000 yards in his career. You know what I mean? But I mean, just... Just 2020 was just a horrible, horrible season. Now he's his touchdown to interception ratio is is not good at all. But it's I, I again, it's not his fault. They had I, I said this before. They had 87 year old Frank Gore at running back last year. Okay, yeah. you know what I mean. And, and it's it's just not a good look when you don't give your your supposed franchise quarterback who you picked number three in the draft in 2018. By the way, now you're going to be picking another QB at number two. Um, and you know what I mean? It's just like, you don't give him what he needs to succeed. You got, when your number one receiver is, is Jamison Crowder or you know what I mean? You're yeah. not going to do, you're not going to do as well. I'm you're sorry. You're not trying to compete. You're not you're trying so, to compete. Sorry, no, not, that, not, not trying to shot, not trying to, um, no shots fired at Crowder, but it's just facts, dude. You know, he doesn't have any elite weapons. There's no elite tight end, you know, and the offensive line is subpar. That's just facts. Right. I mean, Hopefully we'll see what happens, you know, in Carolina, but will he, can he succeed? I think he's in a better spot. hundred percent. I think he's in a better spot than he was in New York. So the jets, they're going to move on. Like I said, it's pretty much a foregone conclusion that they will be picking Zach Wilson out of BYU with that number two pick. Is it the best move for them? Quite frankly, I like Justin Fields. First, I think Justin Fields should be the second. It's so funny because I've been listening to ESPN for months and months now, leading up to this you know, upcoming draft. Everyone says Justin Fields this is the second best quarterback in this class, but yet Sam Zach Wilson, excuse me, will be going number two. I don't, I don't, I'm not sure if I understand why. Why not? Is it just because his 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 style of play, or what is it? Why why would the Jets go after Zach Wilson instead of Justin Fields, or even a Mac Jones for that matter? Um, yeah, uh, I don't know what to tell you. This always happens around this time of year where we start talking about one player, uh, and it's very ethnicity based. And then we start talking about another player. You know, I remember when, well, who arguably could have been the second best quarterback in his draft, uh, wasn't taken until, you know, number 32 and the entire time, a hall of fame quarterback by the name of, uh, Oh, who's that guy from the Cowboys? Troy Aikman Troy. <laughs> said that this quarterback should switch to wide receiver because look at the way he runs like a gazelle. 
you know, not that he would go on to become one of the youngest MVPs in Lamar Jackson, mm-hmm. um, but mm-hmm. it is the way that they discuss certain players and what they expect to see. I don't, I, I, I tell you, I have no idea why they think Zach Wilson is going to be good. I can't hit Zach Wilson. You say Zach Wilson, I see Drew Locke. Mm. I don't, I don't care how big your arm is. I, I think about the competition that you played against and how right. you played against that competition. That does play a part. In it. I, I'm sorry to say it does, you know? This is why I like Jalen Samuels with the the uh, uh, the Eagles. Jalen Hurts. Excuse me, Jalen Hurts. Uh, yes, uh, not the running back tight end that played with <laughs> the uh, the Pack the uh, Steelers. Um, uh, Jalen Hurts because we're not we're not talking about an OU product quarterback, but yes, he does most of his throwing at OU. We're talking about somebody picked to orchestrate one of the greatest offenses consistently in pro in uh college football i said about to say pro football in college football in alabama Bama, okay yep. it's an alabama quarterback that we're talking about here it he is changed schools and is now back he's not afraid of going against the washington football team he's mm-hmm. not afraid about going against the the uh new york giants he's not afraid about going against the uh, dallas cowboys the, the dallas cowboys right he, he's willing he's been in the spotlight before he plays big games in the limelight mm-hmm. Dak wilson does not so, you know, when you, when you say Zach Wilson, I see Carson Wentz, okay? Older guy, oh, excuse me, not older guy, uh, uh, you know, smaller school guy with a big arm, great. Mm-hmm. I just don't know if that's going to translate, but we'll see. Right, I guess we'll see what happens there. But, yeah, I just find it interesting that everyone says Justin Fields is the second-best quarterback, but yet he's at least, at least going number three, possibly to San Francisco. But, again, we'll see how that goes. If everybody wants to, to run these fun-and-gun you know, mobile quarterback offenses right now, which seem to be the, 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 all the rage. Mm-hmm. Why are you taking Zach Wilson? Why right. would you not take Justin Fields? Exactly. Yep. Um, and other kind of off field news. Um, there have been more lawsuits against current Texans QB Deshaun Watson. And as a matter of fact, he's even losing sponsorships now because of it. I feel like this just, we don't, I know we've talked about this a couple of times now, so we'll just cut on it really, really briefly. This is, I feel like to me, it's just getting worse and worse and worse for him. And I'm not sure how much longer he can, he will last in Houston, dude. I'm not sure how much longer he'll even be in the NFL this, this, this upcoming season, to be honest. Uh, yeah. Um, I expect him to be suspended. Uh, to hit the, I think the NFL will, will, their hand will be forced to uh, put him on the non football injury list until mm-hmm. this stuff. Uh, is is dealt with, which would mean he's not going anywhere. He's just going to be on the non-football injury list right, as right. a as a player for the Texans uh, until until that you know this stuff subsides, whenever that'll be. Uh, hopefully, like I said, you know we're going to assume innocent until proven guilty. Hopefully, these allegations are not true. But if it is, he's got a, he's got a long road ahead of him to kind of right right the ship, so to speak. Uh, next up, the Falcons, I have been noted that they are open to trading the number four pick. Now, being the year that they had wasn't a great one for the Atlanta Falcons. The, you know, they have an aging cube, somewhat of an aging QB in Matt Ryan. This number four pick is kind of interesting because it's looks like, looking like the first three picks will be a quarterback. Yep. And if the Falcons do move down from four because it's it's looking like they were if they do stay at four i expect everyone expect them to maybe take the tight end out of florida kyle pitts but if they drop down from four do you expect them to possibly even or even if they stay at a four about I'll, I'll phrase it this way whether they stay at four or they don't do you expect them to take a qb they perhaps uh trey lance perhaps Mac jones if not where do you think the falcons go with with this pick 
Do we agree that the problem with the Falcons was Dan Quinn? No, I don't. Okay. So it's a lot of, do do I think that it is? Um, It wasn't, you think it was Dan Quinn? I think it was a combination of things. I think it was, you know, having a defensive minded head coach who can't coordinate a good defense. You have offensive scoring, you know, pretty insane numbers game in game out a quarterback who's completing 400 uh plus completions a year you know well over 65 percent completions 4500 yards plus most years you know like i don't think they need to take a quarterback because they have a guy who's at least got i think he's got three solid years still in him yeah he's he's what he's 35 years old he's got at least three years left I think he's got three years so if you bring in a quarterback now you're expecting that quarterback to play in a year you know what I mean? Even mm-hmm. with a guy who can play, because then you would be talking about a Kansas City Chiefs scenario where you have Alex Smith and you had this, you know, one of the top records in the AFC. Unfortunately, you lost to the Patriots, but then you drafted a stud that you want to bring up in the process of that and then flip him and start him the next year. I think you have three years of Matt Ryan. I think you try to fill out this roster where wherever the holes may be, um, you know, you lost your tight end in free agency. Maybe you want to go get another one mm-hmm. in Kyle Pitts. Um, you know, focus on your run game because it's lacking or maybe you need go and get a running back because the one that you have apparently isn't healthy. You know, I mean, could they drop down even further, perhaps get another wide receiver in LSU's Jamar Chase, perhaps one of the guys from Alabama in Jalen Waddle or Devontae Smith. It's pretty interesting because the Falcons just kind of, after that Super Bowl run, they kind of just dropped off the map. Now, granted, Kyle Shanahan hasn't been there since, so you may be right, Obed, when you're saying, you know, a defensive-minded coach coaching a team where they ever could be a prolific offense. So you're, I think you, so you may be right on that one, Obed, so I will give you that. But um, I think it's just, you have to give Matt Ryan, and also, you may not remember, Julio Julio Jones has not been 100% healthy every, every single year. Yeah, so that is the key too. But if you can surround him with, with more weapons, I think Atlanta can come back on the be back on the map and you know kind of come back where they were and be in that mix in the in the uh, in that division. Now it's a it's a tough division, obviously. Yeah, uh, you know what I mean. So, but they can kind of get back in there. I feel like uh, you know the NFC South is not an easy one, of course, with, with Tampa Bay in there and New Orleans. But we'll see how we'll, we'll see how it goes though. Uh, next up, let's get into our divisional breakdown a bit. This week, we're going to highlight the AFC West. We'll start out with the defending AFC champions and the Super Bowl champions from two years ago, the Kansas City Chiefs, who finished 14-2 and last season. Uh, man, I mean, looking at their roster, obviously, we know <laughs> they don't need a quarterback. Not at all. <laughs> they are the one team, probably. Maybe they're one of, one of maybe four, five or six teams who do not need a quarterback and absolutely not. And yeah, I think they'll be okay. Yeah. I, I feel like they got a good one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> can the chief, first of all, can the chiefs, do you think with the current roster that they have, can they get back to the super bowl? Well, then I don't think so. Um, they're going to have offensive line problems for a while. Um, I expect them in this next draft to take an offensive lineman, but potentially even to, uh, um, you know, draft one with that last pick and then bring in a bunch of undrafted free agents uh, because their current uh, only left tackle on the roster uh, is an individual by the name of Martinez Rankin. 
Uh, and this individual played uh, one game last year, mm-hmm. six games for them the year before was on IR and ended up uh, coming off the COVID list. Um, only played, played six, four games for Houston. Uh, it's, it's hard for me to think that they can go in with that kind of the depth at the left tackle position, trying to defend a half a billion dollar quarterback asset. Um, right. 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 I don't know how you feel about Sammy Watkins leaving the, the team as well. I mean, that, I think they may want to try to get a wide receiver perhaps in the second round. Okay. To be yeah. honest with you. I mean, you still have Tyreek Hill and, and Travis Kelsey, who yeah. Mahomes will go to them, you know, all day, yeah. every single day. But at yeah. some point, you're gonna need another option because you're gonna get double teamed. Those guys, you know what I mean? That's what happened in the Super Bowl. I mean, they needed something. They got nothing from Michael Hardman. They got nothing from Demarcus Robinson. They had nothing from Sammy Watkins. Right, exactly. So I mean, you need someone else there to kind of fill that void when Hale and Kelsey are aren't playing because that's your offense is pretty much predicated around getting those two guys to rock. You know, yeah. and if that can't happen, you need another, you need another one there. You know, yeah. they picked up Clyde Edwards Hilaire last year, the, the last pick in the draft that, you know, turned out to be a pretty, a pretty good pickup there, but you know, Damian Williams left, left the organization, but just looking at top to bottom. Yeah, you're right. I'll bet it's the offensive line. We both know they, they released both offensive tackles. They picked up Joe Tooney from the Patriots. Um, but yeah, they're going to, I feel like they need to focus on, you, you said it, dude, the, the left tackle position maybe even going to be another guard or a center. And then look at the defensive ends as, as well, too. You know, I think that's where it kind of, you know, you, you got your part of the D tackle and Chris Jones locked up, ready to go. Mm-hmm. You've got your right D and Frank Clark. Okay, but maybe a left defensive end there and even maybe a uh, linebacker as well, too. So I think that's where they go in the draft. I think the Chiefs will be around again. I mean, because really the, out of the AFC, who's really going to dethrone there? Because even though, you know me, I'm, 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 I'm rocking with my bills, but I don't think they have enough to compete with the Kansas City Chiefs flat out. I just don't. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So I think I think the Chiefs will can give a candidate to their Super Bowl. Dude. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I'm trying to think. I mean, who's, you know, we hope that uh, Lamar Jackson comes back after a slump after his MVP season, and you know, gets mm-hmm. back onto his winning ways. We mm-hmm. don't know. So it's going to be predicated on him, his ability to throw, which we don't know if it's going to, that's going to be there or not. Um, I, I, I think Kansas City has shown that there is cracks in the framework, that there are ways to get there. Listen, if you keep him running all day long, it might not be the Super Bowl, but it'll be a day. It'll be a day where they keep him on his toes. It'll be a day when they lock up uh, Travis Kelsey. It'll be a day when, you know, and so, hey, they, they've got to have to find a way to protect him and then get diverse. That left tackle spot is very important on an offensive right. line and of not course. knowing who's going to be that for them. You got to protect your, your franchise QB's blind side, man. Yeah. That's what you got to do. Let's go on to their next team. This is the LA Chargers, who finished seven and nine last year. Dude, have they? Dude, they. It looks like they found a stud in Justin Herbert, and um, you know, is he their future franchise? Is there is their franchise QB? Because he looks good, man. He had a hell of, heck of a year his last year. I I will say that Justin Herbert is probably going to be their franchise quarterback for a long time if he just continues doing what he's doing. This man named NFL Offensive Rookie of the Year called that one, uh, throwing for 4,336 yards, which is 39 yards short of Andrew Luck's rookie record and an NFL rookie record of 31 touchdowns, uh, uh, 31 touchdowns, but he still needed help. And the team, you know, this is, this is a team that's in a lot of turmoil. We'll talk about that in a second. Uh, but they went out and the first big signing they made was Corey Lindsley. 
and they brought in an all pro offensive lineman to help protect this kid, help to shore up that offensive line. Um, you know, maybe create some bigger holes for them for guys. Uh, uh, what is his name? I can't remember their, their running back's name. Austin Eckler. Austin Eckler, guys like him. Uh, and they have, they have another stud running back as well that they, that I brought in. Um, I have, I have faith that they've, they've got the makings of a, what is a quality quarterback, you know, very tumultuous to get on the field, but definitely a quality quarterback. Yeah, man. I mean, I liked Justin Herbert a lot. I think he had a great rookie year. Um, the ceiling is very high for him, to say the least. You know, like you mentioned it, you know, over the 4,300 yards, 31 touchdowns as a rookie. It was a fan. And only 10, and only 10 interceptions, dude, as for – that's a phenomenal year of rookie season. You know, oh, yeah. being, being the uh, former sixth overall pick last year. Um, for me, of L.A., uh, like you said, you got to work on the offensive line. Get a tight end. They haven't had a tight end really since Antonio Gates. You know what I mean? Um, Hunter Henry. Well, Hunter Henry was there. He's but he's moved on. He's out in uh, your uh, your with your my neck of the woods. My yep. neck of the woods. Yep. <laughs> what's your what's your path? So, I mean, you mentioned about some kind of you know rough turmoil there within the organization. Or you think you were right? Yeah. So you know there. <laughs> The Chargers are owned by the Spanos family, and recently, uh, the Spanos' uh, daughter, one of the one of his daughters, Dean Spanos' daughters, has asked for. Um, excuse me, Dean Spanos' sister has asked, uh, has filed a position in order for them to sell off a push or percent ownership of the team. Now, it's not it's not a full percent ownership. It is a third of their ownership. Uh, now, the Dean Spanos family trust is what owns ownership in the team. Mm-hmm. And the family trust uh, has about one hundred and sixty five million in investment losses that are from the chargers like that. And eighty three percent of its holdings is the team. So mm-hmm. 83% of all the money they have goes up and down based on how the team is doing. And, you know, uh, this is a, a, a note from them. The trust is so heavily concentrated in owning a minority stake in a professional football team. The beneficiaries have no choice, but to depend almost solely on the rise or fall of the team. The petition says maintaining the status quo is not an option. And the status quo is bad teams, bad teams, not winning records, not fans in the stands, uh, mm-hmm. not trying to make football profitable when there are cities who've shown it's profitable. It's just a hard thing to do when you're in LA, when it's not cushy, it's not convenient to sit there. Everybody want to sit inside in the air conditioning at a basketball game. People don't want to sit outside in the heat, you right. know, and it's, un- it's unfortunate, but they're doing, they're making the right football moves. They brought in offensive linemen. Hopefully they'll mm-hmm. go and get a tight end they have mm-hmm. great wide receivers. I think they have a team that could actually defend. This is, don't call, call me crazy, but I think the the Chargers could be a team that could go at the Chiefs. Really? Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, they've got some they've got some good pieces, and like you said, they've got their possibly their franchise QB. So, yeah. I, I'm I'm excited to see what the Chargers can do in the next yeah. couple of years, dude. Let's get on next to the Las Vegas Raiders. The Raiders finished eight and eight in 2020. Now Gruden's been there for a couple of seasons now. Wondering how much longer he really has because I feel like. They've got to write this ship quick, fast, and in a hurry for him to stick around much longer. Because one of the, the biggest thing for me with this team is the defense. They just need all positions filled on the, on the, on the defensive front. Can you, know? you block? Yeah. Can Come on you down. Tackle? Yeah, Come yeah. on down to yeah. the Raiders tra- trade show. We gonna need your help. <laughs> you know what I mean? This is a team who just just could not defend at all last year. They finished what, right, twenty sixth uh, defending the pass as far as yards, and twenty fourth 
uh, against the run. You know, they just just was just were not good. Even points four, they were finished thirtieth. You know, <laughs> <laughs> their, their defense is atrocious, and they've got to address it sooner than later. Because you know what I mean. I mean, Derek Carr. You know, I think it still will stick around for quite some time. Uh, I like that they got Henry Ruggs and John Brown over there. Yeah, they've got a stud tight end in Darren Waller. So their offensive, you know, is can can roll, you know, uh, yeah. uh, out there in, in Vegas. But defensively, they're hurting. They're hurting from from top to bottom. Obed. Do you think? Do you think the loss of Khalil Mack had anything to do with this? Do you think Absolutely. Khalil Mack would have made would have made a difference? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. They should have never got rid of Khalil Mack. He is the truth. Yeah, he's it's for me, it's hard when you see someone walk out the door and you know, they're the truth. I'm not going to sit here and act like I don't I don't enjoy watching Tom Brady win a Super Bowl with another team Mm -hmm. in a COVID season. I know we could have rolled off easy. Patriots could have rolled off easy and won a Super Bowl last year. Mm -hmm. Easy with that squad. Come on now. Now you got to think most of that squad defects from coming back or rejoining the team because Tom Brady's gone. Mm -hmm. If there's no Tom Brady there. They know what it is. And those guys all said, screw it. I'm going to go get paid. Tom's done. We've already won Super Bowls. We didn't got to stay here. It's going to be hard to win on this. It's going to be hard to win with Cam. We already knew that. Mm, and then mm. we saw it happen. Right, um, right, right. And so so my question to you, wh- how much time do you think Gruden does have? Like, honestly, honestly, I think he's got two more seasons and he's done. If he, if he cannot put a winning product on the field, if he, if he finishes under 500 for the next two seasons, he's, he might not even make it at, you know, fully to this, to this, this second year in, in when, uh, 2022. If they finish under 500 in 2021 and they start out, let's say 0-3 or like 2-5 and 5 in 2022, he will be gone. He will be gone, dude. They, I want to believe you. I was just uh, – it's just – I just feel like there's going to be this love affair for Gruden and like what he meant to the team before when he won a Super Bowl with them. But he's got to put a solid product on the field, dude. He does. Just because does. you have a fa- – just because you have a fanfare, you know what I mean? You got if the owner on your side. I mean, listen, they're bad. He's 18 and 30 in his three years, right? That's terrible, right? Like, right. But it's not going to get any easier playing in the division with the Kansas City Chiefs. He was one of the only teams to beat them last year, keep them from being undefeated. Mm -hmm. But again, it's it's you got to go out there and be able to play on the road. You have to defend home, you know, and and they need to sell some tickets because they just opened up this new black hole. And if you got that new stadium, you know what I mean? Like you got to get some W's in it. You have to. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, dude. And they just. They, they need a complete overhaul on the defensive side. Uh, I think they'll be okay. Let me ask you this quickly yeah, before yeah. we move on to our next yeah. next team. Do you believe in Derek Carr? I believe in Derek Carr. And I think his work with Gruden showed that there's something there that we could, that can be salvaged. And and if anything, Gruden's contract shows us that they knew this was going to take longer than three or four years. They knew this was going to take longer than maybe five years because they gave him a 10-year contract. True, right? true. You know, so just like, listen, there's a lot of stuff we got to fix. It's not going to happen overnight. Sign me for 10 years, $100 million. Let's mm-hmm. get to work, right? Okay. We're not going to see changes in week year one. So Yeah, fair. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough, Obed. And our last team on the, during the divisional uh, breakdown for the AFC West was the Denver Broncos. Denver, who finished 5-11 in 2020. It seems like to me they just have a – and an ongoing carousel of QBs in Denver. And John Elway just does not know what he's doing. That's why they pretty much demoted his ass. From He's like, dude, you need to stop picking QB quarterbacks because you may be one of the greatest quarterbacks ever to play the game, but you don't know what you're doing. I mean, right? I mean, it's from Drew Locke, from Trevor Simeon, Brett Rippon, Jeff Driscoll, 
um, you, me, whoever they put in Brock that QB. Osweiler. <laughs> right? Dude, the dude, the maintenance dude, like whoever it is, like, like put that room down. Get out here. Can yeah, you, read, you know, can you read it three four? Can you read three four? <laughs> exactly, man. I mean, can they get it? Can they can they find a franchise QB? Is it Drew Locke? Or do they have to go someplace else and get it? Like, do they draft another one? Do they do they make a try to make a trade at some point? What's going on here in Denver? Because they need a quarterback to step up quick. I would start. I would start Brett Rippon. I would start Brett Rippon, and I would see how many games he loses versus how many games he actually fights in. Because mm-hmm. if there are games that you're just losing and you're playing like ass, then so be it. But I saw enough of him in their uh, Thursday night game against the Jets. He definitely threw, I think, three picks in that game. I think he threw one. I think he threw a pick six. He might have had two pick sixes. Mm-hmm. Um, but he played a very stout, strong game until the shit went bad. Pardon my mm-hmm. French. I would just give him a chance to start because I don't care how good Drew Locke's arm is. He cannot read defenses. He is not. He's, he has no pin. He doesn't have the accuracy and touch of a quarterback that makes me feel like you can put your – he just has a big arm. Like John Elway is just looking for a guy with a big arm and not understanding how much of it is pinpoint accuracy. It's beer pong. I'm going to keep saying this. It's beer pong. And Drew <laughs> Locke does not hit water. Yeah. I mean, and we know Von Miller opted out last year for the, uh, for, the uh, for COVID reasons. Um, they've got a stud linebacker, Bradley Chubb. I think they need to go corner in this draft possibly even another wide receiver. I know they picked up Jerry Judy last year. Uh, they've got even Deshaun Hamilton as well too, Cortland Sutton. So the receivers are, I think actually they might actually be set at right. They've got a lot of young bucks at wide receiver. That's the thing. They're real, real young, no veteran leadership there really. Yeah. So it's, it's really finding out this quarterback is just getting that, getting that, getting that situation uh, settled and figuring out who can lead this squad. You know what I mean? Who can they rely on to kind of get some W's on the board? Cause they haven't had many, past few seasons you know um yeah it's kind of rough they've got the ninth pick in the draft i don't know uh if the who that who that player is going to be at nine if anybody is going to be there i most assuredly believe that the uh the new england patriots have a desire to bring in a quarterback and if they were to bring in a quarterback mm-hmm. i have a feeling that they would should desire to uh to bring in mac jones mm-hmm. um now dude you know if trey lance is there at nine i think that's kind of something where the Bron- the broncos can go mm. i think that's the kind of qb that my that's the qb that could be left out there on the board because we know we know the first three are pretty much going to be Lawrence Wilson, possibly either Fields or Jones. Yeah. And if not, you know, I mean, one of the two will get picked up some others, you know, or traded or somebody will trade up to get one of them. But I think Trey Lance, that's kind of going to be the kind of, uh, you know, under the radar kind of QB that gets scooped up. And that's where Denver, I think, can possibly go. Now it's, it's difficult because he's the most interesting QB, but he didn't play much. He played one game last year. You know, in 2020, due to the pandemic and restrictions and things like that. So there's that big question mark on Trey Lance, you know, but I think that's somewhere where the Broncos can, can end up, you know, end up going there. Um, and then maybe possibly in the second round going, getting, a, getting a corner. But that's the guy I'm, I think I'm looking at if they go QB and if he Trey Lance is on the board, I think, I think that's where they go. 
All right. I mean, I, you know, I don't make think much of his alumni Carson Wentz, but you know, what, what more can they, at least this guy is a highly touted player. Unlike some of the other guys that the Broncos brought in thinking they could do something. Brock Osweiler was never going to work. <laughs> He's never going to work. Um, you know, so I, I take it with a grain of salt to think that, okay, they drafted a little higher when we drew lock. He's not it. Mm. This is this draft pick of this quarterback, Trey Lance. If this doesn't work, Elway is gone. He's he needs to be gone since last year, dude. He doesn't know what he's doing. He can't evaluate QBs. It's a shame as one of the best QBs of, you know, of all time. May's had but, a problem evaluating the roster entirely, right? right like, right, I don't think he's right, right. And don't be surprised, but don't be surprised if the Broncos actually trade up. Maybe because I will say this if Mac Jones goes at number three, Instead of, instead of Justin Fields, do not be surprised if the Broncos trade up, okay, to either get uh, Fields or Lance. But don't be surprised if that happens. It's going to be something to see. I think the Broncos have a lot of holes to fill. You know, mm-hmm. like I said, Von Miller, it will be back. Like I said, they've got they've got good defensive players. They don't have a running back in Philip Lindsay anymore. I was surprised that Melvin Gordon went there last year, and then in you know. He picked them you know, when he left LA. Yeah. But can he kind of return to that, you know, Pro Bowl kind of player he was with the Chargers? We'll see how that goes. So we'll see how that goes 100%. Yep. Well, folks, I think that is going to do it for us this week here on What's the Word Entertainment. Um, Obed, any last words for the people before we roll out of here? America, it's coming down to it. Even though they have extended your ability to put in your tag, to uh, submit your taxes to May. I think the 20th or something like that. Um, make sure you get your taxes done. Get signed up. Help people who can't sign up for a COVID vaccine. Go get a vaccine. Okay. You can start buying flights. You can you can get you can go flying. All right. You can get out your house. Mm-hmm. Um, so okay, two things really quick. I gotta, I gotta interrupt you. Tax days extended to me. It's 17th. So 17th. y'all, y'all, you tell y'all, you're telling people to file taxes late. <laughs> okay. Second of all, <laughs> <laughs> weren't you the one saying you you ain't about to get the vaccine? Are you telling all people to get the vaccine? I was just saying that I was on the fence, mm. but I would rather be vaccinated okay. than have psychosis or erectile dysfunction. <laughs> okay. I just wanted to bring that up again. I know. I was messing with you. The last thing I need is out here shooting blanks in these streets. <laughs> Got him. Shots fired. Oh, wait. No, they're not. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Folks, we thank you once again for joining in, whether it's on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. We appreciate you. Don't forget to check us out on Twitter at the WWENT for Obed. I am sure we will catch you guys next time. Peace. Peace.